So it's August 17th, 2023. I'm, I'm headed to court this morning. I've never hurt my ex-wife or my child in any way, intentionally. And when I say that, like my dad hit me in the head with an axe when I was eight, six, six. I went to grade one with a shiner on the backswing. We were cutting wood and as he's cutting the wood, I'm removing the wood from where he's cutting so it's easier for him to cut wood, split wood with the axe. And on the backswing, and thank God it obviously wasn't a double-ended axe, he hits me in the head, knocks me down, and I catch I catch the you know the axe in the just below my eye. Go to school with a shiner. Obviously it's an accident, right? But in Saanich, BC, no doubt someone will think that I intentionally hurt my child, my boy who's nine. Now, you know, and, and he was, I, I'm thinking of the incident. We were in our backyard and, and I accidentally, he, he made a move for this electric weed whacker. And then because he made the move toward the weed whacker, I went to grab it to keep him safe. And these things are actuated with only one trigger. I was so fucking angry. Like as an engineer, your lawnmower has a double actuator on it. Your weed whacker has a single actuator. I grab it, unfortunately on the handle, it turns and it hits him in the leg and it was horrible. You know, it was horrible. My little guy was hurt accident but in this shithole city of uh, Victoria BC government runs cesspool of hate you know with white supremacists the gay army fucking everybody's here foreign and domestic spy agencies billionaire spy agencies everybody everybody Antifa they're all fucking here man fucking everybody's life up no doubt they'll have spread this rumor around to everybody to make me you know hated upon hated upon hate which they have done for year after year after year after year and so all these people think they're the good people. We're, we're facing what is the largest disaster in global history, climate change, okay? And you have people that say, that, man, that, that this is their number one issue, except that they won't shut down the things that got us here, okay? Because their friends are called the globalists. They're, they're called these people that put the globe first before your community first, so they've decided we'll do everything to fight climate change except for the things that we need to do to fight climate change. The number one thing that every country should do, and I want to be clear, you should shut down all trade with every country and have to exist on your own merits. All shipping, all transportation, all trade in bullshit goods nobody needs, like all that plastic shit from China, okay? All of it stops tomorrow. And you focus on building houses and food, and then you work from there back up. Everyone's forgotten this, except for the guys that work in this industry. And by guys, I mean 99% men work in the thing where they build the buildings, they build the pipes under the roads, they move your water and your shit away from your city. 99% of it is men. And agricultural, we, I don't even know. You know, I know some small farms. We have mechanized the shit out of that. Well, we call it an industry, but really, I mean, you die without food, right? Can we get a better name for it than that? Like in Canada, you die without food and housing. So one would think that the first thing, whatever government is running the show, whether provincial or, you know, national, you would think those would be the two most important things for you, but it's not. I mean, they're signing a trade agreement with, you know, wherever, Ecuador, who gives a fuck, Right? But the globalists can't handle this, right? Because what worked, what worked really well for the globalists, okay, is they said, we will outsource all economic problems by pushing poverty and poor people and all those jobs over to China and Bangladesh and Mexico. 
in the beginning. Meanwhile, we'll dance around in, in our colors and say that, you know, we're, we're the most socially progressive, blah, 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 who gives a fuck because the planet's burning down, right? But they're not going to do what needs to be done. Here's a few things that the hydrocarbon brought. I just want everyone to understand this, okay? Other than 100% of the development in North America, everything you see when you look out your window... And, and I'm not flying a flag for oil and gas, okay? This is what's known as a fact. We don't really do facts in North America and Canada anymore. This is what's known as a fact. Look out your window of your car. Look out the window of your office or your bus or wherever you are. Every single thing that you see that is not a blade of grass and a tree was brought to you by a hydrocarbon. Every single thing that you see in North America. So now... Do you understand the extent of the problem? Like the entirety of North America has to be rebuilt for walkable cities where you can get almost everything you need to function as a human within a five-minute walk from where you live. Walk around tonight from where you live five minutes in every direction and say, in that circle, which is like, I don't know, a kilometer radius or whatever, everything that I need from the lentils I need to eat to the clothes I need to buy, to the phone that I need to communicate with my family because no one's going to give that up. Everything within five-minute walk. Now, people in North America be like, well, you're fucking crazy. Well, no. I mean, that's how it was pre-hydrocarbon. How do I know this? Because I'm a white guy that for some reason ended up trekking six, five, six times in the Himalayas. And I've spent time in Kathmandu over the last 25 years. And and I was learning. I didn't even know I was learning, but I was learning, I was learning. And I was like, there was this guy who wrote into Facebook. He said, what do I do now? I've come back to North America. I'm suffering serious depression. I'm like, yeah, because you lived a life that's a really good life where you walk around, you have everything you need. You talk to lots of people and your life is, is fine and it's good. And now you're back driving your fucking car around alone. Listen to your iPad, i whatever podcast you go to the store it's lifeless soulless you buy some shit off a shelf you don't really care about you barely get to live your heart and soul maybe a week of the year maybe two weeks and every time else you're just it's transactional with these so-called human beings around you now you can't even talk to a cashier now now you're it's automatic processing how many actual human interactions do you have every day I go to Kathmandu, I have like a hundred at least inter- human interactions a day. And if not, I'm just surrounded by humanity. In a modern Canadian city, if you stand on the sidewalk, you're, you're only going to see like 10 people walk by in an hour. You see a lot of cars, which are inanimate objects with no humanity to them drive by. It's totally different. And you won't understand this unless you're brown. If you're brown, you get it immediately what I'm saying. Okay? You're surrounded by family. You're surrounded by friends. You're surrounded by people. Always, always, always. Anyway, the globalists, and I don't want to pinpoint political parties because these things change, colors and flags and who says what about what. They don't want to do... The ozone layer in Australia was a big deal in like the 80s. And the globe got together and they said, okay, we got to ban certain chemicals because we're killing the ozone layer over Australia and those people are getting lots of cancer, skin cancer and stuff. And I guess that was fairly easy to do. Industry pushed back a little bit, but fairly easy to do. Comparatively. 
because refrigerants weren't like every single thing that was in our society like the hydrocarbon is. I think I think before this and in, in, in like I guess I'm trying to pick on the globalists because I'm really tired of people talking their shit in their 40s and 50s and who for some fucking reason after 30 years of reading the paper they're not smart enough to realize how serious the issue is of climate change, right? And you got to keep in mind here when you hear my words I have cunts fucking with me every minute of every day. Like the biggest fucking retards, right? They play back to me. If I have a conversation at the Ultimate Frisbee field like I did last night, there'll be a guy in the morning time doing something that reflects that conversation that I had because he's a fucking old white cunt from an old white cunt family, right? And and that's that's here in Langford. That's here all over the fucking place, Victoria, B.C., these old white fucking cunts are just a bunch of retards. So the young people, like if you're under 45, you have to realize you're a different generation. You have to let the old people die. They're never going to change, okay? If you're under 45, there's a few things I want you to do. I want you to stop the war between the sexes, men and women. All of us went to college or university together. We had a good time together. Do not carry forward this bullshit fucking war of these old people. The women today in Canada have as much opportunity as the men. And don't tell yourself you don't. Okay? You fucking do. Every woman in my family is doing fine. Just like every guy. 